0: Hello, friend. It's been over a year, but we've returned to the AfterBuzz TV Mr. Robot After Show Season 3 Episode 1. It's here, and it's next. You're tuning in
1: to the destination for TV superfan discussion,
0: AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Oh, yeah. That's nice. It's a,
1: it's a, it's a little interesting coming to come into an
0: intro. We, we are go. here! We talk about Mr. Robot season three, episode one, Power Save Mode. Dot H. What is dot H? I googled it. We know what dot H is. I'm your host, Steve Kaufman. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K A U F M A N N. But I'm not alone. Hey, we've got the two the two newest members of this panel with us. JC Rubio will be with us next week. He is the o- he is an OG alongside myself. He will be back. Starting to my immediate left.
2: Hi, my name is Leslie. You can catch me online at Leslie the Face, Instagram, Twitter. And to her left,
0: is this really happening?
1: <laughs> hey guys, yes, it is, uh, so. Rick Kong. You can find me on all social media at Rick Hong, and we're getting ready to rock and
0: roll. I was curious if you were going to keep the hood on the entire no, time. No. I was like, it's,
1: <laughs> that would have been a I good mean, vibe. It's,
0: it's nice in here, but I'm it, not it does, that it nice. It doesn't work
1: as well with the with the uh, headphones. It makes not sense, even I a can little. I
0: sound like <laughs> Puffy Princess Leia. So so, it's been over a year since. Season, it's been too long. S- since the end of season two, um, Tyrell shot Elliot in the stomach. We didn't know what was happening, what was going on, what was real, what wasn't real. The perspective shifts. Is it all a dream? Is it all whatever? How are we feeling after episode one airs?
2: I mean, last season ended kind of insane. Yeah. And then it's like we got a breather along with Elliot while he's he was, <laughs> I guess, knocked out for a couple of days. And now we're back into the insanity again. Mm-hmm. And it's trippy, as usual, and I loved it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, there's, I like the new dynamic twist, which we're, which we're gonna get into for this episode, but, I mean, I literally had to go back and watch. Same. Because, mm. I'm like, it's, it's, cause like you said, it's been a year and this show is so cerebral. You can't just be like, oh, okay, and then check in and start watching it. You need to kind of get some context of what happened and what was going on, and so. Yeah. Uh, great directed first Mm. episode. for sure. I mean, mean, not even just story uh, writing-wise, but direction.
0: Oh, yeah. So cinematic. Also, speaking as a professional editor, shout out to the previously by, because you're the real MVP (laughs) this episode. That was like a good two minutes. It was a good, necessary two minutes just previously. Here's all the stuff you absolutely need to remember.
2: Yeah, but I agree. The episode, as usual, visually striking. Just like every scene, I was just like, Paying attention to the story, but at the same time, just like my eyes were just like enjoying the beauty. And it's just stylized
0: and like just, oh, oh, and the. The composing and the sound, the soundtrack and the music yeah. and the, the, everything about this show. We don't need to tell you the show's great. You're here because you know the show's yeah, great. Yeah, like this show would look like crap on those old, like, 80s box TVs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it would be a waste to do this show
0: on one of those. That would be kind of funny to see this in three, in, like, two by three. just like four by, Yeah,
1: four by three. Yeah, the yeah, four exactly. by three pillar
0: boxed
2: yeah.
1: on was, a
0: TV. It would look awful.
1: In, mon- in mono sound.
2: Quick shout out off the top, my boy Rami Malik. Amazing. As always, he doesn't miss a beat. and. And he was my, I mean, he's my favorite part of the show. Just as much as everything else is so amazing, he's still like, and he was amazing. But he, because he's essentially. Did I say amazing enough? (laughs) Oh, you you
0: covered the amazing. And to jump, jump into pretty much where they left off. Yeah. Angela is playing both sides of this coin, essentially. Yeah. Because Mr. Robot exists. He's Elliot, and every, like, a lot of people know it. And they're just, they they just don't care. They've just decided.
2: But do they know? Angela knows. Angela knows, she but knows, the other is, people...
0: Which is...
1: Which I was like, wow. And I, that's what I was like telling you. like That's what I like about the direction of this mm-hmm. is to sing. I mean, I, I'm getting a little hesitant. I apologize. But just that part that someone else
0: besides him... Yes. ...feels that is is great. Well, actually, let's just get into it. Do we think Darlene knows? Or can know who she's dealing with? Or does Darlene care?
2: I think Darlene's aware of Mr. Robot. I don't think she can tell at all. Ooh. And I don't think... I don't think Tyrell can tell.
1: He and, can't. No, he's...
2: And oh. the new appearance of Bobby Cannavale, his character... Cannavale, uh, Cannavale, yeah. Cannavale. Irving. Uh, Irving. Sure as heck, I don't think he I don't even... think he cares. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like right now it just seems like it's just Angela who can kind of decipher okay. and use I that think, to her advantage.
0: I think Tyrell knows there's mental instability... Yeah. Sure. ...among Elliot. Sure. Because I, I guess a lot of people know him as Mr. Robot or El- or Elliot... And I guess very few people actually know that there's a duality, but
2: I feel like Tyrell probably just thinks, "Oh, every now and then he just acts this way, and sometimes he acts this way. mood swings." I don't think or he like, real- medica-
0: like he's off his meds a little I bit. I don't think he Maybe. realizes that
2: it's like a completely different person that he doesn't even remember.
0: But I think it's it's an overarching theme that's definitely existed throughout the whole series that there are people who are so results driven, so um, results based, so their own agenda. The, the fact that. Elliot Alderson, the person, regardless of everything, is very much um, is very much troubled in some way, and anyone who interacts with him, whether it be Tyrell or even like White Rose for like the two times the interaction happened, or like anyone who really interacts with him, Irving probably knows within two meetings that it's there's something off with this guy. He seems to be two different people. Yeah, and it just goes to show sometimes people don't care about their humanity or their morals more than they care about what they actually want and want to do. Yeah,
1: it's more about the agenda of what they want to get as opposed to, I don't care about you, Steve. I care about this show.
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> and <in> the, <laughs> well And the environment they're in with all the chaos and everything kind of just like going to hell, uh-huh. maybe there's just too much going on for them to even, if they do realize, to care and to just, like, you're doing... Where The world's falling apart right now, mm-hmm. and they're just... I don't have time uh, to think about the uh, mental issues that this guy's going through. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I just need him to do what we gotta do.
0: So, let's get into Irving. Really interesting character. Yeah. Really like him. i We're led to believe he's a detective at the, in the New York Police Department. Or at least... A mole? I mean... If we take everything at face value, he is a detective on the payroll of the New York Police Department, but also on the payroll of the Dark Army.
2: Yeah. By the way,
0: or E Corp through Tyrell, or or F Society through Tyrell's arm of kind of E Corp. mm -hmm. He's on the payroll of a nefarious.
2: But we're not sure. But
0: right, it's not clear to us exactly. It May or may not be the Dark Army. His
2: first scene, very memorable. I feel like you immediately get a feel of his personality his quirks and like his <laughs> logic by the way shout out to your shirt that's cool oh thank you i'm, I'm like what it Yeah, if
1: you guys, if you guys can't see uh, he's wearing the uh the red wheelbarrow barbecue irving's it, first
2: scene was at exists. the barbecue yes. and i mean i was with him i was like really you guys aren't going to give him a free milkshake and he's supposed to come back with the punch card and then what if they're like oh you had one last time i don't know i i, I, I understood his like just like calm frustration at the situation and i was like okay this is someone i might be able to get behind well it was
1: it was more the particulars of it, it it wasn't yeah. so much are you going to give it to me for me it was more of like okay if we're going to define it then if i walk out the door and i come back yeah, in does what that, defines a visit t- yeah that was that's what would have made it more it wasn't the fact of like was he going to get it or yeah, not get exactly it, but uh-huh. just more like okay let's
0: let's define what okay. visit so is, so. It so. is that written on the card is that yeah. clear at the point of sale but i like, feel like what that is- whole
2: thing is almost like a metaphor for like what's happening with all of the people in the country right now like they think that they're getting something, and the system is kind of screwing them over without, like, blatantly, you know, they're kind oh, of, like, yeah. weaseling their way out of saying, oh, well, yeah, you know, this is the rules, but, like, the consumer is getting screwed over. By the way, they said the milkshake was going to be, like, $12? or I what? Mean, they uh, mentioned that. Oh, have oh, have oh, you <laughs> had a milkshake yeah. at the Red Wheel Bar? That worth it. $12.95, I was thinking a inflation, it. by the a way... expensive. It didn't bother him enough. I thought it was hilarious. He just went back, like... Of course. He's a like, loyal customer still.
0: Um... I will say because I am wearing the shirt. They there was a Red Wheelbarrow Cafe at uh, San Diego Comic Con. There was also a pretty elaborate AR experience. I'll call it hmm. a real like a pretty much an IRL um, scavenger hunt. That if you ask someone at the Red Wheelbarrow Cafe for a job application, they give you the job application. The job application has a site ci- ha- is missing words. The word the words after a cipher bring you to a sign in the in the red wheelbarrow cafe that has a bunch of pigs on it the sign with the bunch of pigs on it also references the poem about a red wheelbarrow cafe i'm I'm, I'm paraphrasing from there it points you to the
2: This sounds complicated
0: it's kind of complicated (laughs) shout out to the people who i dm'd on twitter to help me actually (laughs) solve this in a timely manner But it leads you to a bunch of posters that are on the wall outside a boarded-up Mr. Robot shop on, like, a a metal shutter. Those posters give you three digits of a phone number. And then... um, I think it said follow the pigs and there were a bunch of pigs just on the wall that you followed all the way across the street which there was another sign that oh, gave wait, you Oh wait 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 wait, across, four more wait did
1: a, a, physically across the street physically from where across you were at. the
0: street where you find a sign Okay that's cool. You find a sign with a saying the saying was changed every day and then there were oh, I think wow. three there were three skeletons hanging and each of them had a number on their hand and then those were the la- the number that was on their hand were the last 4 digits of the number if you called that number you got a you were able and were able to get through and actually speak to a person they'd tell you, they'd tell you are you free for your interview to meet me at this time at this place and then to which i said yes you, i got
2: the shirt or- <laughs>
0: um well the shirt you can buy the shirt for e-coins just at a oh, okay. just at a just at a place in the gas lamp um you i meet that person at that time that place he brings me down an eerie hallway next to the red wheelbarrow cafe with um, it's a man in black who brings me in, and then a separate woman in black who walks me down the hallway. They obviously take my phone. And then it's the Dark Army... So you this can't is take a picture. Trippy. It's so the Dark Army interrogation right. room from Season 2. What? Complete with the dude with the giant mask. And just completely dark, except and the for... The, computer, and the old computer. And the old computer. And wow. with the... Wow. T- then
2: elaborate. And then
0: it, the, the... Pretty much... Pretty much they ask you a bunch of creepy questions. They make you flip a switch. If you flip the switch, it... Um, Changes the uh, it changes the lighting. You see a bunch of stuff sprawled out along the wall. By the way, this is right next to the Red Wheelbarrow Cafe. It's all important because you're talking about the Red Wheelbarrow Cafe, yeah. which they wouldn't have done this if the Red Wheelbarrow Cafe wasn't more important.
2: It's probably a front.
0: And if Urban but- yeah, like it, it felt like a front, and they like wanted to tell me it was a front. Um, also, also once you ask a, answer a bunch of weird questions that I'm told change like moment by moment by the dude and like literally like a giant head. They then. Um, The phone rings, and then they you pick up the phone, and it's White Rose, and White Rose talks to you about... Did you feel
2: like you were in Mr. Robot? It was incredible. That just sounds so surreal. White
0: White Rose talks to you, and essentially the gist of what White Rose said is that Mr. Robot and Elliot and everyone's just all up on in my big game, but you've proven yourself useful. I'll give you what you want. And then, but you'll only get it for 30 seconds, and they give you a manila envelope with, I think, seven or eight stills in it, and all of those stills were stills from season three. Oh. And you only cool. get 30 seconds to look at them. What? They already took your phone. So you just get to, like, browse over these 8x10s from season three and then you leave. Yeah, well, they
1: basically take you back to the late 80s, 90s, where, like, so, yeah, you couldn't. That's insane. I mean, more, no, not even, like, I guess even in the millennium, like, phones really didn't have cameras. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, fan immersion. Timed. It was ridiculous. They took you back to the
0: 20th century. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, that was no, interesting but, to hear. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wow. but, but no food? <laughs> well, no, the Red Wheelbarrow Cafe took... You were able to get 20 e coins if you signed up at either the Bank of E right next to the Red Wheelbarrow Cafe, a um, separate place by the Hard Rock, or if you just went to ecoin e-coin.com, you could sign up, and you would. it was all through a QR code. And then the Girardelli, like there were like 50 different stores in the gas lamp in San Diego that took five e-coin for a certain thing. And you got 20 e-coin... And then it didn't take eCoin, but you did have to wait in line and scan your QR code. And then you just get an extra perk where they gave you... Um a pulled, barbe- uh, pulled pork there sandwich. There That's what I've been waiting That's yeah, what I've been waiting for. I'm sorry. I was like, I was I was like sorry. Sorry. are we getting barbecue like, at I'm, any no, point? Like, I mean,
1: your story is awesome. Like, <laughs> I know. In terms of it, not even yes, like, where I thought I was going. I'm aware the majority me, like, of people waited in line for I an hour. I was going to lead you to some food, and I was like, cool. i no, no, I was, the for food. I was yeah. like,
2: are you ever going to get the barbecue, though? The food barbecue,
0: was something separate. You could get a vanilla or chocolate milkshake, a pulled pork sandwich that was a little spicy, and potato chips. And water. They had water. They had water with the logo on it.
1: So did it. So it tasted like a twelve ninety five milkshake. It did taste.
0: It was the serving size for a milkshake was really big, especially for a free milkshake. It was really ridiculous. Dude, now I got to go to in and out and get me a milkshake. And what was funny is there was actually advertisements all over, but for Ecoin, not for Mister Robot.
2: That's hilarious. It was yeah.
0: incredible. Like that's what I was saying before yeah. we went on. There's so much cool stuff to do at Comic Con in the gas lamp because problem, without a batch.
1: because like, I'm sure if they blatantly put that up at Comic Con, yeah. they, they would have like. It, an
0: overflow it eventually it's, got insane but okay. the first 2 days it was this well kept secret great it was this well kept secret that you could just get a Girardelli sunday for 5 e coins
2: yeah wow
0: um, you mean Girardelli, right however G A G H yeah however it's pronounced all right back to the show back to back to the back to irving and he's he's my favorite character in two scenes. I'm all about this guy. I mean, Bobby Cannavale is a pretty oh, man. I mean, he's he's great.
1: a badass actor. I mean, he's from Boardwalk 11. He had a Board, great Boardwalk role Empire, in, um, what's that? Boardwalk Empire, but go on. What did I just say? You said Boardwalk 11. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did too I much can't, karaoke. I can't let wow. that stand. I did you? too much karaoke. <laughs> Boardwalk Empire, excuse me. That is, yeah, that is bad that I Jersey Boys
0: before that, that's where they found
2: What I, I think mean, is cool is Yeah. character doesn't feel like anything else I've seen him play It feels different. Like, it feels quirky, which I thought was really interesting. So then he's the guy that Tyrell calls, right? Yes. Yes,
0: He's the guy that Tyrell calls about the gunshot and comes to fix things. And initially, we're left to assume that he's a doctor of some type.
2: Well, but until he
0: actually shows up and his bedside manner is the equivalent to. Yeah, he's shot.
2: Well, if he's a detective, maybe he's just seen enough like injuries or you know, I think, that, I think he's where a cleaner. he kinda knows. I
0: think he was a freelance cleaner in that moment. So okay. like or, how do we make yeah, how like, do we make this person live, everything fine fa- and then this entire site seems safe? Yeah, he's almost got like a Ray
1: Donovan type. Okay. Not not in the PR aspect of it, but just but like, the, in a just a pure contain. Yeah, yeah, let's like, contain. Um, we
0: can contain this entire
1: situation. And then Angela
2: seems to know him. Or at least she's familiar with Ooh. him.
1: Ooh. Because well, it probably alludes to the stuff that we don't know about what happened with Angela off screen. So the, Right. Which so you a pose lot. So you pose a good question. So
2: Elliot wakes up, you know, with Angela mm-hmm. and at the end of last season she was like, He needs to be I need to be the first person he sees when he wakes up and then I mean, did you guys like right away, like I knew she was playing. Like she was all concerned and she was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know what's happening. Am I the
0: only one who who was fooled here? Took her took her complete
2: face value? I was like, she lying and Ooh. <laughs> because I mean we as soon as we heard her make that call last season, I was like and so this whole episode I didn't trust her. And then at the very end, you know.
1: See, I got more I got more to chime in on Darlene when we get to her more than Angela mm-hmm. per se. But um, I like I like your, your input I on I feel
2: also like Elliot, maybe because he wants to be like almost ignorant to what's happening, he he seemed like he bought everything really quickly. And that's I was fair. like, he was I was like, I need you to be more skeptical, Elliot. Like there's <laughs> things happening. Well, I also think
0: and I will get to the scene that I'm sure went viral today, which is the him like being super meta about yeah. which was funny because the the Mr. Robot mask and the commoda, the commoditization of F society mm-hmm. is already kind of meta because that's what happened to V for Vendetta. That rhymed. I didn't intend that, <laughs> but like, but it's already kind of meta because if you were to buy a V for Vendetta mask,
1: which I have at home,
0: you would be you would be paying NBC Universal, which is owned by Comcast, yeah, and you'd be paying a giant conglomerate, which is the exact opposite of what Anonymous so would much want. Ar- Iron. By the way, the goodwill at least the goodwill by my house you can buy a Guy Fox mask for less than five dollars because Guy Fox was a guy.
1: Interesting. Guy okay. Fox is a
0: hu- uh, Guy Fox is a historical figure. If you make a mask about a Guy Fox. It'll look very similar to V for Vendetta, but mm-hmm. if they're two complete, one is yeah, white, right? One is white and one is like a cream white with red cheeks, yeah, like like puffier cheeks. Also, so- one is twenty five dollars and one is four fifty. fifty. So in the chat, um, hello friend, <laughs> like the
1: name, well played. says I think that Angela does care about Elliot, but at the same time she has White Rose's end game in mind. Ooh.
2: I agree with that. I also feel like she's being used by White Rose, and she herself doesn't even realize that. Like she, what White Rose is doing to her is what she's doing to Elliot, which is like kind of playing on her emotions yeah. a little bit. But you know, and just and it's essentially using her.
0: And it's also a human thing to allow ends to justify the means, yeah. regardless. Like whether we admit it or not, that's something ingrained in our humanity. At some point or another, you're going to take advantage of another human. It, hopefully it's never to the stakes of a television show especially <laughs> yeah, especially especially this shrimp. television
2: yeah, yeah. show I really wanted to talk about because I'm still like trying to process my head around it was this that big huge like hallway scene whatever that we saw in the very beginning mm-hmm. that white rose is looking at kind of like I don't know if it's like a Big time machine or um, something.
0: I actually do know that, but I'm saving it for the end because okay. oh, there's, oh, there's no great. way to talk about oh, no, it without yeah, yeah. jumping into predictions. No, 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 good, <laughs> okay, <good. but> we'll <laughs> go into I'll that watch, because
2: yeah. I was like, "What is this that mm-hmm. I'm seeing again?" But, but beautiful, it goes, it goes shot. into
1: like the direction, like the directing yeah. and just the yes. production of the show
0: and how it looks.
2: Continues to elevate. Well, speaking and like... of
0: cool scenes, that um, underground hacker club thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was there was a better name for it, but the underground hacker yeah. club, where it's a smoky room that. All Elliot wants to do is stop the back door. (laughs) All Elliot wants to do is stop the... It's Elliot and Darlene, and all Elliot wants to do is stop the back door so he can, like, do good. Which... There's gonna be battle lines. Yeah. Are you Team Mr. Robot or Team Elliot?
2: That's really hard. Are you... Because,
0: essentially, to be Team Mr. Robot is to say, I'm Team F the system, and if some people die to ultimately live for the rest of us to live free, cool. Whereas Elliot is what I would hope the average viewer would be, which is like, yeah, but like life's not that bad currently. Well, like, he's always
1: he's always trying to do the right thing, and from what I got from this episode was that now there's like different types of ramifications ramifications that he has to juggle with, and that's and, and try to undo because he didn't either have the foresight to look far enough, uh-huh. or he didn't realize until it's like wait, there was a whole other plan on mm-hmm. top of and like I think what. That's what- and so he's... I, I think he's always just trying to yeah. somewhat do the right thing. Uh-huh. And that's why like, I feel like I'm more team Elliot,
0: necessarily, than Mr. Robot. I'm
2: going cop out. I'm a little bit of both.
0: I'm team Elliot through and through. Because I ultimately think Elliot's the human and Mr. Robot's the robot. But
2: Mr. Robot Mi- is Elliot, though.
0: But Mr. but Mr. Robot is, to a certain extent, the negativity of Elliot. The It's a lot of bad things about Elliot. A lot of the... Robotics a terrible way to put it. But yeah. a lot of the worst impulses of Elliot or Mr. Agree. Robot.
2: I, I I, to an extent, because I feel like Mr. Robot happened because of manifestations of all of Elliot's frustrations, yeah. fears, whatever, but I feel like he's still trying to get things done. Like, in the first season, he's like, you know, we want to wipe out all the debt. The intentions were still good. It wasn't just to create chaos. It was to try to give, you know, the little man some kind of an advantage. Absolutely. And even in, like, the scene, you know, um, in the premiere with the whole, like, all of the Trump clips and him talking about, like, you which know, we was tried to gr- do... Which was, Well-played. I mean,
1: which, like, again, that, for me, that went with the directing. I thought that was mm-hmm. awesome. And um, That there whole was...
2: thing, but, like, he's basically saying, you know, I tried and I messed this up, so I don't feel like Mr. Robot was trying to, like screw everyone over. I think the intentions were good, and I feel like now I'm almost still Mr. Robot team because they've messed things up so far that you might as well just go the whole way. Well, like, yeah. don't, no half measures. And things are already pretty messed up. Maybe if they keep going with the phase two, I'm not 100% sure what it is, but maybe it might m- make things better than if they just leave them the way they are right now. I think
0: at the core, and we will have to talk about the Trump stuff, is I think at the core of Mr. Robot's agenda and what is in phase two isn't altruist, isn't truly selfless so much as it's some people are going to die. If you work in a building that has these records, we're going to blow up this building and some people are going to die and things eat. And there's no guarantee that things will get better after I do that. Because as we, as we have established and they're making Ecoin a really big point here that I think, I think that would only make everyone flock to Ecoin. And ecoin has its own problems yeah. that we can get into in a second. I,
2: I mean, it's like a, it's like starting a war, a revolution. You mm. know, yeah, people are gonna die, but the, I, the hope is that it's gonna be better at the end than being stuck on whatever makes you want to start the revolution. I don't know. Uh huh. I'm a little bit of both, because I think at the end of it, they're both Elliot.
0: So, Leslie's okay with people... Di- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm
2: kidding. I mean, um, in the, the, the show, fictional Because we do know? have to
0: talk the Trump stuff, and I do want to pull it up exactly. Sam Asimel did tweet something about Trump this morning, yeah. specifically because I think there's been a certain level of backlash. I don't want politics in my TV. First off, this if this show is your escapism,
2: <laughs> I don't
0: know. Like, this show's pretty real.
2: Yeah. I like, mean, they've been doing it I don't know what your escapism...
0: I don't know where you think you live that this is escapism. <laughs> like, so I'm going to pull up the tweet, but I think it's worth mentioning. I like the idea that they made it very clear that everything that's wrong, everything that's wrong in the world we live in is exactly what our Society was fighting. And Donald Trump is one of those things yeah. that was wrong. Like, he was definitely one of those donors, one of the invisible, like, a part of the invisible hand. But he somehow convinced everyone that he was fighting the invisible. And, I
1: mean, and it was cool that well, he, in previous some, not seasons, not you know, he's using Obama. Yeah. And now Trump is our president. So it makes sense and that if, he's doing that. I
2: was almost expecting it because they did use Obama in the first two seasons, I was like, uh-huh. they're gonna address this. Well and they're they gonna I knew they were gonna implement Trump somehow.
0: And they also used it, um they also used it in the previously this yeah. episode, which they would only do if it were gonna come back i'm stalling a little so i can pull up the thing in time
2: no but yeah i felt like um it it really they they found a way to fit it into the narrative really well where it makes sense it's part of like this chaotic world right now where things seem unreal and maybe you know without trying to get too political like the some of the drive behind whatever trump's ascension was was some of that might have been some of the similar frustration again that people might have felt you know, in the show as well with F Society and trying to, like, the idea that, oh, let's throw in something different, something crazy might get better. It made it worse, but. Mm.
0: I should have screenshotted. Tweet? I can't find it. Oh, we'll oh, maybe, maybe someone deleted it. But it was something to the point Suspicious. of. Suspicious. But it was definitely to the point of Donald Trump is everything that's wrong and I can't yeah. not. Like, everything F Society would have stood for is the exact opposite of what Donald Trump would yeah. mean. And it it's worth noting that the president of the United States was Barack Obama in the canon of the show. So you have to address that. However you address that. Yeah. Like, how you address that is your choice, but you do have to address that. You can't ignore who the president is because some people might get offended, and this is not the show that would possibly care
2: yeah, I about the people
0: who would feel that way.
2: Um, But just the big, long rant, that scene itself was really good. And then, you know, he does the voiceover, but then all of a sudden he's talking in the scene, like, just that little transition of... Hearing the voiceover in his head to hearing actually him actually speak the words, you know, um, that was cool. I don't know. I just really like the way that scene was executed. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Also, hello
0: friend in the chat does bring up a good point that the show is still set in 2015. Is it? Because it's not in real time. It hasn't been a year. It hasn't been a year since of LA got not. shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And wow. Met, he survived. And season and, two yeah. did. A, season two did begin where season one ended. So we're in real time from. We're in real time from the beginning of season one. So that clip was literally just for us.
2: I don't trust all of the stuff we see, though.
0: <sighs> we're talking about time, I.
2: <laughs> and especially with time on the show, it uh, and
0: perspective and what I'm you're showing. I'm gonna get caught up right. on what
2: year it is exactly because it's.
0: And especially with Elliot's mind, exactly. I mean, let's be clear it's a, it's the year 2015 to Elliot and a lot of the characters we're talking to. And I think that's about where it stops because the second Elliot starts talking to you and showing you clips. Of your president? Oh, he's talking to me. That's the only way I can interpret that. Is like, oh, he's talking to me. He's trying to talk in my language. He's showing me images that make sense to me. And I think that's the extent of it. Do we have anything else to? We he interacted with Irving. We should talk about Darlene and the Oh, architects. yeah, you,
2: you had thoughts. And I mean, Darlene well, so, in general.
1: So Darlene was an interesting one because as I was watching it uh, with my girlfriend, she was like saying, you know, she has definitely been bought. Or she's uh, got. No, she kept saying, uh, like she's got a wire on her, or she's definitely gone the other side.
2: I uh. wouldn't. I wouldn't think she has a wire. I don't think I mean, she would I, sell. I mean, to, but, do you out. Say, but. but yeah, I we can't fully trust her. Her and Elliot both withheld things from each other this episode. Um, I mean, she straight up asked him, you know, are you, you know, is Mr. Robot still involved? Is all this stuff happening? He was just like, no. Mm-hmm. And then at like, the same well, time, she didn't tell him anything about the whole FBI well, stuff no, but, at all. No, so, but, but
1: that's what I'm saying though. Is like she kept asking him questions. And Her he, questions were super leading, right? Yeah, and she so, really
2: wants to get information.
1: But but, but information, but like that's what I'm saying. That's why I was talking about the wire thing. Is that the way that she was leading those questions was to get answers so that. I mean, I'm not saying that she was wearing a wire, but it's, that's what I'm just saying. It's like they were, yeah, like as you said, leading to get answers, but like not. It didn't necessarily seem like the answers that she wants were necessarily for
0: herself, but for uh, for. A re- possible recording or information that she could relay. I don't think she had a wire either. But yeah, yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. She didn't have a wire, but just also there was let, a lot that she was trying to get. Yeah, I and, agree. It didn't, and it didn't necessarily seem like it was out of she just wants
2: to pull out information. Right, also, let's out be of just
1: clear. Let's be
0: clear. It's been days. She could have just as easily let the FBI into Elliot's house and let them straight up bug it. That she didn't have to wear a wire. Yeah.
2: Um, there has to be something up because she's out. They would. I mean. Are they just going to release her just like that? I mean, I don't know. We'll have to find out. She felt very panicky and vulnerable See, this episode. The, yeah, that's why. Um, I like think there's guilt there. The whole there. scene with, the, um, with them in the hacker underground place, she goes to the bathroom. Like, she just feels like she's completely, you know, got a target on her back from mm-hmm. left and right, and... I don't know. I don't think she's in control. I feel like right now if she has a deal with the FBI or with whatever, she I don't think she has a plan or an agenda. I think she's just literally trying to survive.
0: I love the show's ability to have all their to have all your characters have all the power and have all the autonomy, but for us the viewer, they still feel completely out of control. Like, yeah. Like even Mr. Robot feels like he's in complete control where we all know White Rose is. Yeah. Or yeah. at least or at least we've not met who's actually in control of white rose? White Rose the Dark Army and correct me if I'm wrong, but that was a hydrogen collider. What is that? Um in short, it's a thing that they're experimenting to try to make black holes with. If you make a if you, you this is why I save this for the end. If you so to get heavy. So if you could use a hydrogen collider effectively, you could create a black hole and that could allow you if, it ex- if they exist, to enter separate dimensions or um, very Rick time. and Morty stuff. Yeah, very Rick and Morty stuff, different, different dimensions. Um, I am reading specifically that the creator of the show has told Entertainment Weekly today that there will be no time travel. Because there was a lot of talk on this panel about time travel. Specifically because it was a nuclear power plant that E-Corp was working on. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Elliot's father and Angela's parents and, like, there was a lot of talk specifically about, um, how do you say, it? there was a lot of talk about, oh, you could be back with them. Yeah. You could be with, like, it
1: I was
2: dude, nearly I would, a temporary. I would
0: absolutely hate, if that's the way the story went,
1: I would absolutely hate that because. If
2: it was time travel? Yeah. No, time travel
0: would be, time travel would be way too simple for this show.
1: No, I'm saying I would hate that because the show is so much more complex. So like, yeah, that's also just like if you were telling me like there's some sort of time machine. There's like like, an alternate
2: dimension or reality or timeline, not necessarily time travel, but But another
0: travel through space and time, like travel through a multiverse or. um, Well, before I get there, we should talk about the the lines White Rose did physically say, which were Elliot or just like his father. Yeah. His we'll use him until he has no use for us. Yeah. Time brought him to us was a very like a very poignant line he made that time brought this man to us, and we're left to assume that he did work for the Dark Army slash E Corp slash, what have you, and that the work was substantial, and that now Elliot is being tapped to continue that work, Mister this is where it gets confusing because Mr. Robot is the alter ego of Elliot not yeah. to be confused with Elliot's dad who is also Christian Slater in that jacket.
1: Yep. I know. It's, it, that's what I am saying. The complexity of it's like when, of this, of this the You have to make it
0: very clear. That one of them as far as we can tell is dead is dead. Dead as we can understand dead. Yeah. However, they're leaving enough breadcrumbs that we have to explore the possibility that with a hydrogen collider and black holes... And alternate realities, and nuclear fission, and technologies that all lead us to. And there's a bunch of stuff on the internet that will lead us to the idea that there are multiple timelines. Uh, last, there are a couple references last episode or last season that I've brought up multiple times. One of which is that the uh, they called it the Bernstein. They called it the Bernstein uh, project or Project Bernstein. And then in a following episode, it was called Bernstein. Which was di- so
1: they changed the inflection of the. Well, no, no,
0: no. they spelled it differently. Directly, <clears> throat> directly, throat> re- throat> uh, directly um, referencing the Mandela effect. The Mandela effect is based on is this weird phenomenon that a lot of people experience. Which, if you were to ask the average person, how did nel- where did Nelson Mandela die? First off, a third of them would think it's Morgan Freeman. But once you oh, once terrible. you disregard yeah. once you disregard those people, a, an alarming percent of them will think, "Well, Nelson Mandela died in jail because he went to jail for he went to jail for protesting the apartheid." Whereas Nelson Mandela got out of jail, yeah. lived kind of a life, and, and he then just died.
2: Barely recently died. Not that. Long Wait, ago. But, wasn't, but wasn't wasn't that Nijisilva? Wow! Oh <laughs> wow! Kidding, yeah. I'm well, okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm so I'm the totally first kidding. season, you know, the big reveal: Elliot's dad was Mr. Robot, right? The second season, big reveal was that okay, he's been in jail this whole time. He said he wasn't going to lie to us, the audience anymore. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I still feel like not everything is what it seems, and of it's it unbeknownst- Never
1: is that's what makes that's what makes us like but specifically. Us tune in. It's
2: unbeknownst to Elliot. So, like, for example, this episode, they kept showing, like, you know, the lights going on and off. And at the end, the lights go back on. I, that means something. I don't know what it means. But I almost feel like it's Elliot, like, in a room and, like, they're turning the lights off and all of this is in his head. Maybe not that okay. simple, but it's, no, some, like, that um, specifically is something. And I, I just want to
1: What do you think it's, and, like, it's like, a, what, like, a, kind of a Neo effect? Like, ooh, Matrix Neo effect? Maybe, this is yeah.
2: all
0: predictions and Plato's cave. I know, right? And spin <laughs> off the planet, which I would gladly do <laughs> after I talk to you. ...about Valor on the CW. Monday's the Charlie (laughs) Whisker Television Network. The CW brings you to the front line of drama with the new military series Valor. Two special ops army helicopters pilots breaking boundaries and defying all expectations. Their bravery in the face of impossible odds earned them the distinguished flying cross for Valor. But together they are finding that Truth is the first casualty of war. During their first... during their last mission, something went wrong. Something no one is talking about. And when they went into the combat zone, not everyone came home. So now they have secrets, but they're also patriots and refuse to leave any man behind. What would you do if you had to break the rules or do what What would you do if you had to break the rules to do what's right? Would you say would you stay grounded and step in line or go to any lengths to learn the truth? They share secrets, go on clandestine missions, risk life and limb with only each other to depend on. How close would you get to the only person who really knows you? It's the explosive new drama that pushes the boundaries between military discipline and human nature. The new series that's right. On Target, Valor. New episodes Monday at 9-8 Central after all new episodes of Supergirl, only on the Charlie Whiska, only on the Charlie Whiskey Network, the CW.
2: It's actually kind of cool because um, <laughs> I've been seeing promos for that. It's like a really badass I'm lead, really excited and for this the show. it with Supergirl. It's like, you know. It's going to have
0: a ridiculous lead in Supergirl. women night. That's, That's cool. great. And we, I've mentioned this before. CW has really branched out and done some good work. I mean, yeah, because you've got Supergirl, who Superman and Supergirl are, God, I mean,
1: I, I'm sorry if you're living in another country, but you don't get any more American <laughs> than <laughs> Superman, Supergirl, Marco, You're talking about Valor. I mean, I just feel like the branding like stays consistent. Yeah.
2: I agree.
0: All right. Are we ready for what I like to call Steve Spins Off the Planet?
2: I'm ready. You guys
0: call it predictions in this universe?
2: <laughs> oh, snap. And now, what? after Buzz TV.
0: Wait, is this really happening? <laughs> okay. Did you hear that, too? Um. Oh, you guys. <laughs> so, before we get into, like, me spinning off the planet, I'm going to ask a more simple questions. Do we think Irving works for the Dark Army, E Corp? Or just F Society?
2: I think he works just for F Society.
0: Just for F Society through Tyrell. That's a fair... I don't... He feels really comfortable in his pawnness. But I think that's yeah. about it.
2: And then also I feel like... Angela's really involved. Like I think she's in deeper than we think, and she still I think has ties to E Corp. So if there's any E Corp ties, I feel like it's through her and White Rose and that. But
1: and she's like, really still very, very. I mean, not. I mean, as well she should be, but she's yeah. still really bitter. The fact that they brought that whole thing again, to, yeah, are like, going on a monologue about the death of her mother, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, that stuff we are, like where do you,
0: Covered. Yeah, but she's still harping on it. So, well, but, well
2: it seems anyway. Like that was a long monologue. She did a great job, mm-hmm. um, Portia Doubleday. Also, I f-
0: oh, she's wonderful. I, f- I also found it very interesting that Elliot minus him minus becoming Mister Robot became a very healthy human. Became, Too fast. Well, became really? a very healthy human in that moment of like, no, Angela, you're you're my everything. I'm into this. I'm into you. I'm into th- I I oh, Mister Robot. Yeah, like Mister Robot's done, and then pretty much. I think he's correct in saying like Angela's power saver mode is to, to just like, nope, This I, I love this person, so nope, nope, never. And I think that's very, very fascinating. And then he turned out to be an unhealthy, mental, mentally unhealthy human by waking up and well, being a robot.
2: About that, I also feel like she right now is all in in this mission or mm. stage two. And I don't know, maybe she just calculated that this isn't a good track for her if mm-hmm. Elliot's happy and what happened as soon as she kind of like you know disappointed him he turned right back into Mr robot which is kind of who she was waiting to come out for ooh. so the move could have even just been calculated ooh so you think you think it's even deeper
0: you think she you think she knows yeah. how to turn him into Mr. robot
2: I feel like she probably knew that like oh you know Elliot trying to be normal and happy that's not where I need that's not where I want his headspace to be right now.
1: I don't and, and that not, and same thing. It's like with the time travel thing. Sorry, Steve. i I would hate if they got together. At least right now, it does. It doesn't make any sense with everything that's going on. For that's like some cheesy movie. Whereas this, the writing on the show is so good that for them just to all of a sudden kind of conveniently start like being boyfriend girlfriend. But or you something, know what, You know what? It wouldn't work for me.
2: You know what crossed my mind though? I could see like. A little thing with Angela and Mr. Robot. I don't know why. Just like when she was sitting in the scene with him in the subway, and she was like, "I don't like you." I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. saying like they would, but I don't know. I feel like something oh, weird might happen there. So,
0: does anyone it's have predictions? Elliot, Does anyone have predictions at large before I spin off the planet?
1: I mean, this this isn't a big prediction, but I think we're gonna get more to the point of what is going on with Darlene, like her oh else, god, yes. her spaz and. I really want to say, like, those, like, leading questions had a specific reason more than curiosity and just wanting to know for herself. So that's my prediction.
0: Uh, So this prediction, um... My prediction is based on username UnityX88 on Reddit, where he feels this is all a simulation. Now hear him out. Okay. The only thing a TV show about hacking needs is a large hydron collider. The nuclear energy is for creating a quantum computer. I believe White Rose has at some point discovered we are living in a simulation, Look into real-life physicist James Gates' work, and figured out if she could be get a powerful enough computer together with the world's greatest hacker, she could godmod their simulation and correct the wrongs of the world. That's why she doesn't believe in things like coincidence. There can't be a coincidence when the world is literally a program. You can, however, reprogram, hence Elliot. That explains Angela's 180. Angela... That's not the real world, White Rose, it depends on what your definition of real is. Also, no time no time travel needed. I'm interested in this theory. The idea that makes sense that either he's developing a supercomputer and he needs hackers like Elliot to program the supercomputer to essentially put a bunch of people in a simulation and a bunch of people in a simulation creates enough bandwidth that allows you the computing power to manipulate something like ecoin Or straight up, we're already in that simulation, and he's trying to hack that simulation and hack life. So you're saying we're a little bit like in the Matrix. That's why I I held you off there for the big reveal. that it's We're literally, this this theory to take it, we are in a corporate Matrix. Hmm. We're all already in the Matrix. We're already in a simulation. White Rose is one of the few people who actually knows it and is trying to figure out a way to hack it so that so that oh. he can right the wrongs and help.
1: Do you know do you know what I say to that? Whoa. Whoa. Oh,
0: my gosh. <laughs> I'm short. I really like that. I, I think that would be the equivalent. It would be cool. I think that would, but... As long as you don't have the spider ships. Well, of course. I also don't think... I also think it would be... If that reveal were, like, this season, that would be the equivalent to, like, and they were dreaming the whole time. Like, it can get really into mm-hmm. trope territory, like, bad t- TV trope territory really, really like fast. A,
1: like, a, like a sideways world?
0: <laughs> kind of, yeah, like, very much it's in the sideways world, and, like, uh, yeah, another TV really show bad. I covered here on After Best TV, The Leftovers, did a brilliant job uh, of... Oh, don't give me any spoilers, though. Never mind that. Well, no, it was made very clear in in season one that he was not going to tell you what happened. The show was not about what okay. happened, it was about the people that were left over. It's in the title. This show is doing something very similar that... That, the, the hook is like the the intrigue and the mystery, but the reality is, the reality is these actual people. Like I'm more interested in why Darlene's having panic attacks and like what she knows. Why Angela? Like, like what happened with okay. Angela's 180? Does she actually believe that White Rose can bring people back from the dead? If so, how?
2: Or go back in time?
0: Or go back in time? Which God, please don't do that. No, that that's would what, be. I feel like I would that's say what she Sam believes. Is like too, he's no, but that's what she believes.
2: That. Like her conversation with Elliot. That's. She, she was believes like, what that what if we can go back and change that like that's what she Well thinks. she also
0: believes that it is some type of mysticism which I like science to a primitive human is just mysticism
2: is yeah. magic
0: so I, it's not impossible to understand that like there's also I'll develop a theory by next week but there's also a lot of clues already being dropped about the Mandela effect that there are that we we the viewer are already seeing two different um, we're already seeing two different timelines at the same time.
1: So we're either seeing Morgan Freeman or we're seeing Selva. pretty much, or <laughs> yeah, or
0: he's escaped, or he's he's been he's been freed, or Bernstein yeah, or Bernstein. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, 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 or yeah. there's a, the Mandela Google the Mandela effect. It's it's a big or Mandela effect. How about um. this? Okay.
2: So I can't make any predictions because I'm not smart enough to figure out the show. But I do want to say I am looking, what I'm looking forward to is seeing like, because I read that we're going to, in a couple of episodes, see what's going to happen as far as like with Tyrell, that whole space that he was gone because I'm really interested in like what he was doing the whole time. And by the way, I feel like his demeanor has changed since we saw him in season one where he was really like, it was almost like a controlled... Rage. We're now. I feel like he's frantic all the time, and like uh-huh. I don't know. I want to know what happened to him. I saw his wife in the preview, and I'm excited because I feel like oh, she's just like an ice was, cold character that I love. I think she kept him level.
0: Um, right? I can't wait to see her come back.
2: Yeah, I'm excited to see her, Darlene. I don't know. I feel like uh, not exactly a prediction. I feel like she, her days are numbered. Like I don't Ooh. know. I feel like she's at risk, and I've also had You're a thought, her death watch. Got it. What if she's not even alive anymore? And. Mr. Elliot Singer. I don't. Or not Mr. Elliot. Mr. Ro, or Elliot, Elliot Singer. I don't
1: know.
0: Uh, He's done that
2: before with his nah, dad. That'd,
0: the would be too much. It be
1: too much. The guards. The guards
0: saw her, her. Just a thought. The guards saw her. Um, actually, I don't know. But I right. feel like I don't know. The the I wall just wall don't know. No, okay. no. The um, the the doorman at the club opened the door for her very specifically. The show is very methodical. that They would have the doorman yeah. look at Elliot if that were not the case. But
2: I don't know. I just I feel like. She, I feel like she's gonna be the next F Society member. That maybe
0: that seems fair, and I think she's also like the original. Like most of the original F Society members yeah, are sure. kind of getting off. That's a that's a decent death watch. I'd, I'd put Darlene on death watch yeah. after after really thinking about it. Um, in another timeline, we probably get to keep going, but in this timeline, we're
2: There's just too we, much. We got to wrap it up. We got it. Let's
0: we got to keep moving All her right. on. So. Rick, where can the people find you uh, on you the guys can uh, Twitter? Find me on
1: all social media at Rick Kong, R I C K H O N G, and you can find Steve and I on Sunday
0: nights, seven p.m. Yeah, you uh, can Pacific Standard Time for Netflix news.
2: Yeah, and I am Leslie. You can catch me online at Leslie the Face, just how it sounds.
0: And you guys can find me on <laughs> Twitter almost exclusively. That's at Steve Kaufman K A U F M A N N. You can also go to TheSoberYear.com dot where it's a vlog about me being sober. I just completed week seventeen, which is exciting. I guess I don't know. I will talk about it there.
1: That's great. Hey, and the Cubs won. So if yeah. you guys are watching this,
0: the Cubs <laughs> won. They're playing the
1: Dodgers on Saturday. Go Cubs, go. See you guys next week. Speaking
0: of the Mandela effect. <laughs> Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other aftershows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. F- Society. F Society.
2: The views expressed herein are those of the host only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.